You are now tuned in to the Generation Y Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us for another uh, Generation Y Podcast. And this week's featured person, artist, slash manager, slash poet, slash comedian, slash host, slash what else do I need to call you? Actor, slash author, slash... Human, human slash, uh, bro, everything. My wow. guy, Willis Ryder. Everybody, give a warm welcome, my guy. <sighs> Hello, how, everybody. How, how are you doing, bro? How you feeling? You look good. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. Uh, I feel amazing. I feel I'm sorry. Do we need to turn the lights down? Um, I got the shades on, so I didn't. Know. I knew you were going to say you something knew? about the oh, shades. Okay, okay, okay. I wanted uh-huh. to. I wanted to come in with the shades. I was right. thinking about taking them off as the conversation goes. No, keep them on the whole time. Keep them on. I, keep I, them on. Yeah. I just, I wanted to come in in rapper mode. Of course. A rapper mode. Rapper mode. Because you got some new stuff coming out. Yeah? Yeah? New-ish. New? Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I see you. Okay, so what, uh, what, no, hold on, hold on. First of all. Okay. First of all, let me, let me just tell the people. For one, you could probably be on multiple episodes because we probably got a lot to talk about okay you know what i'm saying we've been through a lot um we've this is my guy uh i've known him for it's almost like eight seven years seven eight years bro maybe it's been a long time yeah so uh i met willis lusk uh jr um about seven eight years ago we were interning at a camp and uh he would how how much did you weigh back then (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you were a Why little did bit you bigger. Why slide that in there like that, bro? Because I'm trying to tell, give people the visual. <laughs> this is the story. It's okay. got to. So back We've all evolved since then. I weighed 293 pounds. And what are you now? 219 pounds. <laughs> bro, congratulations, bro. That's wild. Yeah. And you feel good, huh? Oh, man, I can... He can breathe. He, the, bro couldn't even... even <laughs> without. I was, I was going to sleep... Um, and nothing. Dying <laughs> while I was asleep. <laughs> I don't know if people know what? about sleep apnea, but yeah. it's not a good deal. It's like not. you basically stop breathing. And there, there would be times that you sleep. just like in random conversation just not. <laughs> people, people will record me while yeah. I was sleeping. It was just and think like it was I was okay. torturing myself. Yeah. And not even try to wake you up. I knew something had to change. But I met, I met this guy at the at a at a <laughs> camp and. <laughs> And, uh, and th- that was a, a pivotal moment for both of us, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, uh, and even after that, um, you went off and started a, a open mic mm. um, with uh, with Tori, right? And yes. then opened up the OP Lounge, Ordinary mm-hmm. People Lounge. It's all about expression. Exactly. It's all and about so, expression. and just opening it up for like college age and everything, because there wasn't a whole lot of stuff for for young adults. Right, right, right. To and have so, a good time and to go out, um, you know, because we we go to the club, but we yeah. didn't want a club, right? You know, because you wanted to be able to actually do what you were passionate about, right? Exactly. And um, and I think like during that summer, man, you you really um, started seeing the uh, the future of what you, your passion could actually bring you, right? Yeah, yeah. I started seeing what it could actually because you were playing football. At the yes, time? I uh, well, I played one one year mm-hmm. in college, and then um, what happened with that deal was I was actually a walk on in college. Pa- football was my ultimate passion, and this um, dude is fast, fast, athletic, <laughs> athletic. Um, 
Uh, I went and played one year, and um, long story short, I I was a walk on because of my yeah. ACT score or whatever. And then my dad, he ended up he was working in real estate at the time and yeah. lost his job, and I ended up having to stop going to school. So through that, you know, that's something we can talk about really quick. Is yeah. that you know um, things things will happen in your life like traumatic things. Some people would label, but you know, you always gotta you always gotta turn it into a positive. Yeah, yeah. Because um, st- you know, stuff bad things happen to everybody. You yeah, know, so yeah. it's about how, and that's what to me what art and creativity is is you know flipping all the negatives yep. into a positive. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Turning your pain into passion. Mm. You know, you know what they. Say. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. And so, like, how did how did you how did you figure out? Because like, I know. But for the people, for the how, people. Did, how did you go from know your why? Because even during, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> even during that whole time, like you had all this stuff even written uh, out and stuff like that, which you that's what you were saying mm-hmm. at the time. And you were like, I don't know if I'm confident enough in this, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then I remember one one night we uh, or was it? It was during an afternoon session. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then you showed me a spoken word that you did. Uh, did I do it for you before. live, or did I show you on? You the did it. You did it the night before, and then that afternoon, um, the next day, we were like, "Yo, we gotta, we gotta have you do this and spoken you word." Me bro. In the, the, and the, the, uh, it was like I think it was the Project Elevate set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like we had you out for that, and then you you killed it, bro. Wow. And then is that was that a moment though for you to be like that's Yo, this always is, that's always a moment I remember because. Every time people ask me what's the biggest crowd you perform perform for, it was the camp. Okay. Because that was what that year was one of it's like almost eight hundred. Yeah. Some like some that. weeks was twelve. Yep. Yeah. So that that camp and that was one of the biggest years for Sparks Camp. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was such a it was, you know, it was be- it was like beautiful because like you know you were you were giving me an opportunity and you were giving me opportunity to feel to feel the feeling of being in, in purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and, you know, the kids, you know, it, their energy was, you know, it was just, it was like such a time of alignment. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I feel like that's why we're talking about it. Cause it was, yeah, it was a time cool. of alignment and, um, definitely grateful for it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And so from there you go, go on to, I mean, you were dabbling a little bit in the comedy scene as well too mm-hmm. at that time. And so, um, Tell us a little bit about like since the beginning you've just been pretty much a writer in yes. all aspects, whether yes. it's comedian, writer of all things. Right. And so like how how have you been able to not seclude yourself and box yourself in and be like, No, I just wanna be a spoken word artist. No, I just wanna be a comedian. How how have you been able to be okay with being like, you know, I'm I'm a writer. I could be great in anything. What a question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Yeah. Right here. Um Brings me back to my album. <laughs> Selfish plug. <laughs> um, it, it, um, music, like, well, I took three years ago. We got kind of, we kind of jumping all over the place, but three years ago, moved to LA, right? Mm-hmm. And that was more of a spoken word phase. I was, you yeah. know, that was before the weight loss, too. Right. Um, after OP, before the weight loss. And when I went when I went to LA, it was it was like I wanted to be like I wanted to become wanted to become a like 
a superstar with my poetry. I wanted to mm-hmm. go around to all the open mics around LA, which I did, and do my thing and yeah, yeah. <clears throat> gain fans. And, and you met some pretty important people too, right? Like with Def Jam and um, yeah. who else? You've met. I, I met. Um, well, performed on the poet, one of the biggest open mics in America, the Poetry Lounge. Right. Um, started by Russell Simmons and Def Jam Poetry yep. was able to get posted on their YouTube page, yep, which yep. was a goal of mine. Yeah. Um, met a lot of famous people. Met Nelly. Yeah. You know, that was yep. a cool experience. Yeah. Um, Didn't you like? No. Can I say it? Can I say it? Yeah, I mean, the da- well, daughter. Well, me, and, well, the re- the way I met Nelly yeah. uh, was me and her, her. His daughter does spoken word. Okay, and we met at a po- a poetry show and, in Hollywood. And, and you said, "Hey, Nelly's daughter, I will help you write." If no, you, I didn't. You just get me on a Nelly track. <laughs> That's not how it happened. No. We connected through poetry, of course, through a show, and we loved each other's poetry. Loved each other, and yeah. she. Invited me to her birthday party. Of course. I showed up with flowers. Of course. Like a good gentleman. She does. wasn't there, but her father was. And who was her father? Nelly. How do you open the door to that? <laughs> like, hey, hey am, I, am I at the right house? <laughs> I was at, we were at a bowling alley. A bowling alley? It was amazing. They rented out a few lanes. A few, okay. Uh, pulled up. Did Nelly, did Nelly drank, say it's, it's hot in here? Drank. Hot, man. <laughs> I drank, Drake, you know what I'm saying? Had some drinks with Nelly yeah, and yeah. chopped it up with him, man. It That's was, crazy. It was Did he vibe. still have the Band-Aid? No, he didn't have the Band-Aid. He didn't have the Band-Aid. He I'm was definitely a character, up. though. He had he has racks, more than racks. He has of course. meals. Especially if you got two bullet wings. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the L.A. was, it was the spoken word phase. Uh-huh. And I, I, I found myself out there. Yeah. Um... As far as like you know the diet goes, I discovered the perks of a plant based diet. Yeah, yeah. Then I, that led me to losing the weight, to finding I found my runners high. I love to run. Yeah. And um, now you're doing like what seven, almost seven. Training a day? for a marathon now, right now, bro. Seven a day. What's your average? Uh, my average is probably five miles, probably about four to five times a week. Time wise, what do you think? I run uh it's always about between ten and eleven minute miles. That's dope. Because I'm running more so many. Right, miles. right, right, right. Yeah. Um so LA, that was LA. It was it was it was such a pivotal time. That was twenty seventeen. Mm. Wrote my book. Wrote my poetry book. The Which hard copy the hard copy the is hard out copy. now. There you go. Go purchase that right now, the hard copies. Beautiful, beautiful poetry book about the journey of my life and just self exploration. Um Six chapters, 33 poems of my heart and soul. And um, after I put that out, I went on tour. Took the book on tour. For the book, yeah. That was a beautiful experience. We did New York City. We did New Jersey. We did Atlanta, Dallas, OKC, and L.A. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, the book has has sold almost almost 1,000 copies. That's what's and, up. Uh, is that pu- online too? Yeah, Carlisle Enterprises is is it was, it was um, I published through Carlisle Enterprises. Mm. It was in, it's an independent publisher out in Carson, California. Yeah, and um, definitely recommend him if anybody out there wants to publish their own work, their own writings, whether it be poetry or novel, whatever you, right, right. whatever you write. You know, if it's if it's beautiful to you, it should be published. And um, yeah, man, after after I did the tour. It was time for a reset. 
came back and um, stayed in Oklahoma for about six months. And then I moved to um, – my confidence was through the roof at this point, 100 pounds later, off, 100 pounds off, you know, about six months later. And that's when um, I decided to go to Atlanta, get into the film industry. And, and when I went to Atlanta, that was when everything connected um, – like the question you asked about me having so many talents, um, when I went to Atlanta, it was it was just like connecting of all the dots. I learned how to A and R. I learned how to properly songwrite. Um, I learned how to professionally act. Um, See, that's a difference, though, huh? It, it was all it professionally was professionally yeah, acting, professional acting. You know what I'm saying? Just acting. Yeah, yeah. I learned how to professionally act, and I learned um, about marketing. I was I was living with um, a good friend of mine. His his artist name is Put Your Heart in It, but it's like my brother. His name is Steve, and he he's a signed artist right now. And uh, we were actually living together. He he gave me a opportunity to live with him, and um, in Atlanta, just without barely even knowing me, I met him probably three times while I was in L.A. He moved to Atlanta before me, and uh, he just basically just reached his hands out. You know what I'm saying, like. Didn't even know me, but knew I was passionate and uh, let me right, live with right. him and, and taught me everything, bro, like about entertainment from the business side to the marketing side yeah, yeah. to the visual side. So once COVID hit, I came back to Oklahoma. I was like, I'm going to finish my album, finish the album. And the music, it, um, instead of it putting like a, um, Instead of it putting a restraint on me or just a box on me, yeah. it opened up everything else because now with my music, I'm using all of my talents all in one, especially with the visuals. Like that's yeah, my yeah. biggest thing. It's like I haven't I've yet I've been in been on screen before in a major movie, but mm-hmm. I haven't been able to be the star. I haven't been able to have speaking role uh, yeah. to have lines or have have speaking roles. So now with my album, I'm just gonna cast myself. I'm gonna validate myself, and that's a, another important point you know right, what i'm right, saying right. is 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 validate yourself and believe in yourself so with these visuals for my album it's going to be like i'm going to i'm going all out yeah i'm, yeah. I'm we, we've we've already done one which is a movie you want to tell them about it we have a single coming it's called drizzed and um <laughs> it's it's house party uh house party vibes good times it's um family friendly song it's a beautiful song and <laughs> It is, bro. It's it's. Yeah. Shout out to all the people out there who are dropping music without cussing in it. That is another bomb we're going to drop on the people uh-huh. is if you're a true artist, you know, we're not telling you what to write about, but we're saying if you're talented enough to write a song without cursing in it, it's two things. It's it's creativity yeah. at its highest. Right. You know, it's, you know what I'm saying, Will Smith summertime vibes. And it also... <laughs> Helps the radio, you know. Okay. It helps the radio just be able to spin your song if it's a hot, if it's a hot pop sounding song. It's and it's clean. It's undeniable. Right. So, you know, that's some some songwriter gems. And out shout there. out to Harley for making the beat. Oh um, wow. Kansas City. Harley. Um, Harley went crazy. So we gonna get you your splits, Harley. Cause yes, sir. You did your thing. Yeah. And then Yo, he's uh, featured on the hook. And then Willis Ryder and myself. Yeah. It's gonna go crazy. And when's yeah. that dropping? That the video, the video is gonna drop before the album. The album is set to drop 
at the end of the at the end of July, beginning of August. Yeah. And um, yeah, that video is gonna be coming super, super, super soon. Yeah. Um, before the album. So. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Um. So yeah. So your whole, uh, you're talking about you know COVID hit. You're here working on the album and everything like that. As a person, like how how have you seen like the evolve of Willis Ryder to really fulfill your purpose mm-hmm. and fulfill that void of what it was like whenever we were at an internship and you not knowing what you wanted to do or how to do it and then now having this feeling of like a sense of purpose, a sense of a direction and everything. What's the difference between that? Man, that's an intricate question. And this is, before I answer that, this show... <laughs> This whole deal you guys have going on here is uh-huh. legit. I want to let you know. I want to let the people know that y'all need to know your why. Yeah. And uh, I feel like a superstar right now. <laughs> you know, this 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 platform. Yeah. But um, when I was, whenever, whenever you add assurance to your passion and your craft, it, it just, you know, whenever you're not, you're, you're not looking to the next person mm. to to validate tell you, you to validate you to tell you that it's dope. It um it, it feels the art feels heavier. It feels like more of like you know. And I mean, sometimes I still get the unsure feeling, but yeah. I know when that feeling is there. It's just like you know, you do, when doubt is is in your is in your being. Yeah, you're in purpose. You're doing something right when you're when you when you feel fear, go towards that. You uh-huh. know. And so that's what I've learned is that. Don't be. I was. I'm not afraid to be myself anymore. Yeah. Um. And um, I know that I have so many dimensions to my creativity. So yeah, yeah. I just take it in seasons. And you know what? However, I'm feeling. Yeah. Is is what I'm creating in that time. And um. Something I heard one time is like, if your dream isn't doesn't scare you, then it's not big enough. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I think uh, you're you're right on track with that. And, For sure. But I think like even seeing your confidence throughout everything has been, um, you know, really dope. Even though, like, you know, sometimes you, you come up to me and be like, you know, I was wilding back there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, even seeing, like, you kind of leveling out, mm-hmm. be like, yo, I know the direction that I want to go and and I'm going to take it there. Yeah. I think that that's really, that's really dope because, like, you going on these, like, exciting levels of going either from state to state, going on tour and stuff like that. But, you know, now leveling out, I think, like, it's just gonna be more of a powerhouse of like your direction. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's gonna, it's gonna make it definitely make it more potent. That, yeah. that's, that assurance, that confidence. Right, right. When you know what you're doing, know where you're going, it makes it potent. It makes you pierce through, you know, wherever you walk. Yeah. And um, it feels, it feels good to just to get to wake up and and work on work on the music and yeah. put it out the right way. Yeah. I'm I'm learning so much about the music business because I'm getting all my music published. Yeah. Um and you're up. managing people too, right? Yes, I'm man I'm managing and writing I'm develop I wouldn't say managing. I okay. I mean it is a type of a manager position, but really artist development. Okay. So that's another thing that I'm I'm diving into. Like helping them create their branding and stuff. Yes, uh, writing music of helping them find studios, helping them get visual shot, and just helping them, you know, helping them develop as an artist. You know, I'm I'm offering those services to anybody who is willing to pay. It is a service. Um, (laughs) Right, right, right. And, um, yeah, um, 
Yeah, it's just that that assurance. I so love as a, as a writer of like all different types of lanes, like have you ever? How do you break the whole writer's block process? You got to write every day. You have to write. Uh, you have to write down the small things. You have write to, through the block. Yes, <laughs> write through the block. I think I think something that really uh, you're good at too is like whenever you used to do, um, whenever we used to do live shows, or whenever you used to do um, like hosting shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, you would do the whole, that exercise of asking words out of people. And then by the end of the show, mm. you'd have a whole new poem written out. I love that. Out, out of stuff that the audience said. And I think like that was something that set you apart from a lot of hosts that are here in the city. You know what I'm saying? And I think that um, whenever you went to LA, I think the second or third time, people started really seeing like the effect of like what Will brought to a show or a, a showcase or whatever, mm-hmm. because like, um, I don't, I don't think that there's like a whole lot of people that can control the crowd, but keep their engagement while each artist coming back and forth. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so, um, I gotta give that, I gotta give that to you, bro. You're definitely a cold, cold, uh, host for sure. Man. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's an art. I, th- I think, um, and, a lot of things, it was, one one thing that's so beautiful about my journey of just me outside looking in, because I, I see everything that I do, it's a weird thing, like when I'm on stage, I can see it from like a... A viewer. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. But um, one thing I was going to say is that, you know, coming up, I was doing a lot of things like subconsciously, and which was dope, because I was so young, I was just hungry, and I was just... I was going off that just passion. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I wasn't even, I didn't even know that what I, I didn't know who I was or all the fully, like, you know, like as a, just the MC alone, like mm. a person that controls the crowd and, yeah, yeah. and, um, just intentionally, like the master of Sarah. I, it was, it was things I learned and even like a crazy thing, um, to my artists and my writers out there, um, with syllables, I'm about to give away a lot of sauce right here, but I, I feel like it's time because it's 2020, the age of the Aquarius. People need to know um, <laughs> about syllables and writing. I didn't. I was actually I was rhyming. I feel elitely before I learned how to, before I le- even learned how to rhyme and keep a, a syllable on a rhyme. And mm. um, for people who don't know what that means, it's just like light bulb, and then might goal like it's it's like you you're intentionally rhyming double multiple yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's you're intentionally rhyming as many syllables as you can mm. from the previous bar mm. and once i learned that that is what took writer's block away because it it, it i was always i was I, i'm not looking for like the next line i'm just looking for the next rhyme <laughs> That was good. <laughs> Thanks, that was bro. Good. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. Bro. Um, yeah. So you're looking for um, double meaning or double rhyming instead of just the N word. Yeah, yeah. I want to rhyme as many yeah. syllables as possible to make it lock in your subconscious, and it'd be so good that you right. don't even know why. But then again, you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, bro. So I'm. We could probably go on and on all day, and I'm going to have twenty you, minutes already. I, I don't know. Has it? How long has it been, Alex? Probably something like that. So, this but I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get you on again so we could go on. Give, give, give them like one. It's like your best scenario of us being on the road 
one time. Being on the road? Because we've been on the road so many times. Oh, man. Okay, so there's... there's you, why would you ask that question? Because it's funny. So okay, so many things happen on the road. First of all, travel. If you're an artist, make sure you travel out of your Any state. Any chance you get. You know, I'm not saying leave your state. You uh-huh. know, because I'm back in the O and I'm loving it. But leave your state. You know, look for uh, open mics and things that you can just pull up to in different states and show your talent. Because that is how you build your network. You wanna you wanna be in Oklahoma but have a network of people all over the world. And so one of my favorite stories. Traveling is Miss Doe, New Orleans. Ooh, okay. We met um, Lil Wayne's. We met little a family member of Lil Wayne's yeah. at a church, and still friends with her till this day. She was at a church. We were just pulling up. We remember? Just, yeah, yeah, we were actually not even at her church. She was like across the street at another yep, church. Yep. And you know, the spirit led us to her. You know, we attracted each other, and man. This lady is just a complete angel, and it's just things like so that. So down to earth. Man, it's things like that. You you get to actually see the spirit work, I feel like, a little bit more when you travel around and step out on faith and risk. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, man. Bro, you, and then she took us to, like, this hole-in-the-wall spot in New Orleans. Yeah. Remember? To get that, to get that seafood. And then mm. we, we think that she's low-key mm. joking about like being related to Wayne. Mm-hmm. But then like she starts going in about every detail. Like he comes to Christmas in pajamas. Yeah. And he like goes in and all this stuff. Anyway. You but know then, it's Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then she said or whenever she gets done, like for I have a whole recording of her conversation. Wow. And like she's just dropping bombs on us the whole time. But she has like two businesses. She owns like a semi business. And then what was the other one? Like a book mm-hmm. or something? Do you know that Miss Doe is an actor, actress? What? She's she's in a few things. You know, she's coming up as an actress. She does extra work. She's For trying, real? Yes. I didn't know that. One thing I remember Miss Doe said to us is to have joy. Yeah. She told us to have joy and not to search for happiness because with happiness you need something happening. With joy. Yeah. You're just joyful. Yeah. And I remember stuff that she's like, you always need to write it down mm-hmm. because the enemy can't read. Do mm. you remember that? Mm. Yeah. She said, don't tell any of your dreams out loud because that'll just be write snatched. It down. Write it down. Yeah, bro. That that conversation changed my life. Shout but then afterward, she pulled out a rack out of her purse <laughs> and then dropped a hundo on the table and, for the and then walked away. Bro, that's how I knew she's somewhat Ms. connected Doe. to Wayne. Ms. Doe got the dough. <laughs> Facts. Yo, anyway, tell tell the people where they can follow you at real quick and then uh You can follow we'll wrap me. This up. Follow me everywhere at Willis Writer. That's um on Instagram at Willis Writer, uh Facebook, Willis Writer, mm-hmm. um, Twitter, Willis Wrote It. And uh, make sure you go grab my, my poetry book. It is it's on the hard it, copy. The hard copy. It's um, available on carlisleenterprises.com, or you can just click the link in my bio on my Instagram. It'll mm-hmm. take you right to be able to purchase my book and yeah. my album through the fire. Mm-hmm. It's coming at the end of July. Um, we gonna drop it at the end of the summer, but we gonna start the summer. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much for oh. coming through. I, um, love you, I thank you for being on time, and uh, <laughs> he I has appreciate jokes. <laughs> I appreciate it. So, thank you so much for tuning into another Generation Y podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, rate this whole podcast, this whole series. You can go on Anchor, you can go on YouTube, and you Spotify. Everything you can go follow it. Apple Podcasts, all of the things. 
rate us, share it with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast. Know your why. Know your why.